Welcome to the Glow Get It podcast with me, Heather Lee. And me, Nat. We're two women that took ourselves from leading an unhealthy lifestyle that was getting us absolutely nowhere to living a life full of health, wealth, and joy. It's how we get our glow, and we're here to share the journey along with some tips on how you can glow get it too. I'm Heather Lee. I'm a health and wellness energy and mindset coach. I'm also a Pilates instructor, and most people consider me quite a big risk taker, but it does run in my family. I'm related to Evil Knievel. So I'm Nat. You can consider me the weird one of the sponge, but I do like to think of myself as a positive, ambitious, and fun person to be around. I've always thought big, but soon realized partying every weekend was not supporting my big vision hence why I prefer to live a more balanced lifestyle these days I'm a wellness advocate and am super passionate about all things wellness so tune in if you're ready to find your glow and have a few laughs along the way let's glow get it Hey Glowers, welcome to episode 14. Today we're going to talk about living authentically. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so living authentically is um, it, well, it's basically being true to yourself without any outside influence. Um, and in mm-hmm. psychology, it also means to know and to own who you are. Um, and a lot of people say it's about following your passion um, and being, you know, really connected to like your your natural abilities, your strengths, and your talents. So mm-hmm. um, all of that natural stuff that comes to you. So when we are babies, <laughs> we are living very authentically, you know, we're hungry, we cry, you know, whatever we need, we just kind of, we do it, we don't, we have no self-awareness, so we don't think about what others might think or our environmental influences or whatever, but once we hit um, 18 months old is when we start to become aware um, of what's going on around us and we get a better sense of kind of the belonging and the love and our survival skills kind of um, kick in and we start to kind of mold ourselves in the direction of things that make us feel more, a better sense of belonging and love, which means we start to not live authentically quite often. Yeah, that is, I had those exact same notes down. Like (laughs) babies are the most authentic. They don't care if you're out at a restaurant or in the supermarket and bawling their eyes out. They're just like, look at me. I want attention. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And then we're just kind of taught to repress those tears to kind of, yeah, not share all of our emotions and fit in with society and like the normal social kind of etiquette aren't we it's so true like we're just yeah we we really um, (laughs) we all just want to like fit in yeah and which is okay like you know feeling connection is is part of being human but you know we often we mold ourselves to fit what we think instead of what we are do you know what this actually reminds me of when I was um kind of like young teens I would say I used to write a list of all the things that I wanted to improve on myself to better fit in. So I have like deep people-pleasing tendencies in me, which I'm still learning to overcome. How weird's that? Like that's how deep my people-pleasing goes. Wow. On how to improve. And that just popped into my head then. Do you still have the list? Oh, it's probably in a diary in um, my, I was going to say treasure chest, my glory <laughs> box back at mum's house. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. I, yeah. I've got, um, I have a chest like that also. That's, um, Do you? yeah, it's back in Seattle in storage, but I have, 
I, I don't know what is in there in all honesty, but I reckon I have yeah. old diaries and letters and love letters. And <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, do you find it hard to read old letters from like when you were young, like where your emotions were at? Or do you look at it like, oh, wow, I've come so far? I just think I find it really entertaining. Do you? I mean, yeah. I mean, come on, you know, I'm so into, I'm so dramatic and I always have been. So <laughs> you read the old stuff and it's like, my God, how are you so hung up on that? Yeah. Well, that's good that you can laugh at yourself. I think that's a good trait to have. Yeah. How about you? Um, uh, I feel like I cringe. I cringe a lot. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's the same thing. Like you look at the old photo, like I look at photos of myself in high school and I'm like, oh my God, you thought you looked so cool. Yeah. <laughs> look at you with that permed hair. Oh, were you living authentically though? Uh, definitely not. I mean, I was, there was one point of high school that I was, but I would say for the most part, I know I talk about this all the time, but it really is a big part of who I am because we moved around so much. Yeah. Um, and I was constantly needing, you know, constantly being put in a new school and often not at the beginning of a school year, um, often, you know, in the middle of the school year or whatever. And you just, I just wanted to fit in. You wanted friends. It was like, I don't know how long I'm going to be here for. Like, I don't want to go through the, the horrible feeling of not fitting in and not having friends mm. and sitting alone at lunch and stuff like that. So I became pretty brilliant at become like being a chameleon like right what, uh-huh. do, what 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 do the kids here like what how they dress what are the cool brands and it'd be like mom I need you know I need Benetton now I need a bunch of Benetton shirts because that's what people wear here like I was just I would just form to whatever was cool where we moved to yeah right so yeah. really really super trying to fit in do you do you feel like yeah. you're that that way now or have you uh-huh. realized Oh, hell no. I'm not that way at all anymore. <laughs> Thank God. But I, yeah. like, but it is something that is in me. Like I have to be, I do have to have awareness around it. Yeah. Um, my ability to kind of, yeah, morph <laughs> <laughs> like a freaking superhero. No. <laughs> yes. We're all got a bit of superhero in us that we need to let out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I actually did this little, um, my bestie sent me through um, this, my human design chart to figure out, yeah, who who you are. And it's kind of like astrology. Um, Yeah, so myhumandesign.com and you just go there and you enter in your birth date, your city and the time that you were born. And then it will come up with a bit more about your personality and kind of give you a bit more clear direction on like the best way to do business and who you are as a person. And I guess that kind of leads into living authentically as well. Um, have you done the My Human Design? I have. I, you know me. I love anything like that. Oh, me too. That's what I friends. Yeah. I know. It's like, <laughs> let, let me give you the information. Then you just tell me all the things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what kind of, which one are you? The yeah. human design type. Yeah. I'm yeah. a, pro, I'm a projector. So ah. um, yeah. So a projector um, is kind of about um, sharing things with others. Right. So proje- projecting for others. So the ability to see something in others and sharing that with them. You are good at that, actually. Um, well, what are you? I am a generator. So Ooh. I like to lift the energy and bring the good vibes. I am. Yeah, it's not surprising if I leave a party and the party dies off. Apparently. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's so true, though. You've got so much good energy. 
I, I mean, thought you that know. was pretty funny. <laughs> I, I love it. It's so good. I mean, yeah. you, uh, you know, Nat is who got me through lockdown, my bubble buddy. Yes. Mm. And do you know what? Our types probably do complement each other quite well because if i am got those, you know, people-pleasing tendencies in me and I'm trying to, yeah, kind of like chameleon and morph and whatever and then you're out there telling me my potential and then I'm up there out there lifting the energy of the room it's just like woo how bad yeah (laughs) I love it and I think there's um I think there are five different types of human design there's generators manifestors and then I think there's one that's the two of them together like generate manifestors um then there's projectors which I am and then um reflectors reflectors yeah and I think reflectors is the most rare I think it's like less than one percent of people are a reflector well yeah if you do want to read up on all the exact things and not just take our (laughs) word for it uh just go to my myhumandesign.com and then you can yeah look at your own and then start to figure it out I think there's some costs that you might have to pay if you want to get a full-blown 55 page download of all the things that you are which I'm actually considering doing (laughs) yeah Mm. yeah it's fun I think it's fun to um it's just I think you know what it is it's just like another way to self-reflect so you know like we're you know I mean you have great self-awareness and and really good at reflecting but it still helps for like somebody to kind of give you this information and then you like it kind of gives you a starting point to think about where you're at with something and it's like okay well how am I that way and do yeah. I like, do I like that? Is that something I want to work on? Like, yeah. 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 Interesting. I mean, I love to learn all about myself. <laughs> Is that sound vain? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but you're talking to somebody who's quite vain. So. <laughs> Let's not sing that song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so back to living authentically. <laughs> Um, do you have any tips on how to do that? Cause you know, some people might find that quite challenging. Yeah. So when I studied positive psychology with my, with my coaching degree and stuff, this is something we talked about quite a bit because we're so influenced, um, both, I'm going to use the words from last week, intrinsically and extrinsically. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can say them properly. <laughs> um, but it's, it's really hard to be your true self because we are influenced so much, especially, you know, nowadays in our quote unquote modern times, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> like we have so much input um, and we have so much visibility of what other people deem as good or bad um, mm. or cool or not cool or you know, what success looks like to this person and to that person. Um, and it, it becomes the more input we have, which we have so much input these days, yeah. the harder it is to distinguish between the input, input from external um, as opposed to internally. Like yeah. it's really hard to, to be in touch. And, and the reason why we want to be um, living authentically is because it will give us a richer and more fulfilled life like it's you know our self-esteem goes up our self-respect goes up um and you know like we were talking about last week with motivation like when you're living authentically that intrinsic motivation it's there like you're yeah. not get, you're not actually gonna have to work for it if what you're wanting to achieve is aligned with your true self yeah that's so true and also living authentically increases our energy because we're actually doing the things that we love so 
and when we're not it can also be quite exhausting like if we're trying to be fake or trying to please people or whatever that that is exhausting that does bring our energy down no absolutely Mm. no it's so hard and I mean all of this starts like you know I mean you know all of our parents I think you know um majority of parents you know they really want their kids to be happy and they want the best for them but also they project onto us what would make them happy and that actually takes away from us being able to determine what would make us happy you know when I look at you know my life um as a young adult I was fulfilling that my that my parents wanted for me the things that they you know deemed as being you know successful and would make me happy you know I got married I you know I had certain types of jobs you know I got Mm. a certain degree I did all these things and they weren't bad things but they actually weren't what made me happy and I mean for me the biggest thing was I my sexuality I never I never actually questioned until I I finally did start living authentically which you know was in my 30s and I kind of went what am I doing like yeah. you know you know why am I um why am I living this life you know a, a heterosexual life when that's actually not that's not who I am authentically but there was never an option for me and you know my I, my family is not homophobic or anything like that however you know the way they raised me it was like you know they just kind of set me off on this path and I think and I think all parents do that and they don't mean it in a harmful way and yeah. you know um if I was a parent I'm sure I'd probably be doing it too because it's like you just want the best for people that you love but yeah. sometimes we push and steer people in a certain direction and it takes them away from the journey they may have had otherwise that's true isn't it I was just trying to recall I was just recalling when I was a kid you know like when you're like your little family friends, I was like, you two are going to get married one day. Like those kind of comments, right? Yeah. Little boy and little girl, but that's not necessarily always the case. No, no, that's, that's just it. Like, you know, um, yeah, I find it really interesting, but, um, but as far as like, you know, how, how do we live authentically? (laughs) I mean, you know, it, it, it's it's hard is the answer <laughs> yeah I mean you know some of the things we can do is you can think back to childhoods like you know um and think yeah what are the things that I really naturally enjoyed and obviously we're kids the way we're spending our time is different than as adults but you know mm. yeah, general things like you know um you know, were, were you more of a loner? Did you like being out playing with all the other kids? Were you a natural leader? Like when you're playing with other kids, did you naturally like to be the one kind of making the decisions and kind of, you know, leading the pack? You know, did you like being outdoors? Did you like being indoors? Like, I mean, those are yeah. basic things, but you know, when we're children, we're, we're more likely to have naturally done what is truer to ourselves. Yeah. Interesting. What were you like? Um, super shy like ridiculously shy uh we lived on a farm so we're constantly outside playing creating our own fun making a pride rock like lion king because we were obsessed with lion king so we had a, a tree that had fallen over a creek and so that was our little uh yeah pride rock and we used to just dig massive holes in the sawdust that had just arrived for the calves to just like before it got flattened it was this big mountain would dig right through the middle all the way down to the bottom like we were just that was how we played was always it was outside so I definitely am an outdoorsy person I probably do still stick to that authentically but that's a pretty easy one (laughs) yeah um in terms of how I got into working in the fashion industry when I was in school I had no clear direction I actually didn't know 
what I wanted to be. I had always kind of said that I would like to be a vet because I absolutely loved animals. And then I found out there was blood and surgery involved and I am not good with that. So I was like, (laughs) okay, maybe I'll own a pet shop. And then I don't know, that just never happened. Then people told me I dress weird because obviously I was like making, creating clothes and pinning beads on, ripping jeans and yeah, like sewing all my own tops and stuff. But um, yeah, so people told me I dress weird. You should probably study fashion. So I applied for a fashion course and I got in and then here we are. I think it's like, I don't know, 20 years later or something. I'm still working in the fashion industry. (laughs) Oh my God. I love that. And can I just tell you that I had this this visual Uh, this might be too american and maybe too old for you but do you know who punky brewster is uh that name rings a bell yeah it was a show it was an american like sitcom when i was a kid um and she i don't know she was she dressed a little bit different but she was really cool and anyways i just had this total visual of like you being a little punky brewster yeah I'll share a photo with you later (laughs) all right sounds good sounds good to me um but yeah that was me coming into I guess living my authentic self because before that I was probably just dressing well mum would dress me so yeah how about you so yeah when's the time that you've been living authentically I mean definitely right now I am Um, yeah I think I have gone in and out of it through my life um yeah depending on circumstances and whatever um I think yeah one of the things about living authentically is it requires vulnerability yeah and I think you know when when life gets a bit scary um it can be hard to be vulnerable and um I mean you know we all I I think we all know Brene Brown um my Uh (laughs) face you know oh yeah and she talks a lot about that, like, you know, vulnerability, it's, you know, it's the birthplace of love and belonging and joy and empathy and all of these things. And it's, um, it's the source of um, uh, authenticity. Mm-hmm. So vulnerability and authenticity are like, you know, the best friends are like holding hands. And um, yeah. yeah, I think it's, it's not really possible to live authentically if you're not willing to be vulnerable. Because, you know, when thinking about like, you know, how do you live authentically? It's like, well, you need to face up to the truth of who you really are the good the bad the ugly you know Mm. like um and you know I mean I say the good the bad the ugly but there's nothing there's nothing bad um I think that's kind of that society and and whatnot of us kind of putting labels on you know who we are like it's it's just who you are like there's nothing bad about it it's like just what what makes you happy what you know what do you like it's um oh my god what was that movie with julia roberts um where she was like the bride so many times and she, the runaway bride oh yeah do you remember that movie and, i feel like i've watched it yeah <laughs> oh my god such a good movie i you know i love a good rom-com <laughs> yeah um and in this movie it was like you know she had been engaged and like walked down the aisle so many times and then she always ends up running away and when she kind of finally does that for the last time like she kind of has this whole thing of like she doesn't even know how she likes eggs because she's always eaten eggs the way that her boyfriend or her fiance eats eggs <laughs> you oh, know yeah and it's like well but how do you like them and you know I mean that's like a really obviously silly example but it's the truth like you know you just have to like you have to explore who you are what do you really like what do you really dislike what are your natural strengths and talents because if we um if we kind of lean into those we're always going to be living more authentically and we're going to feel more fulfilled 
because we're not all of us are naturally good at certain things like it's just the way we are (laughs) definitely yeah yeah so, yeah. you know, it's kind of, um, yeah, it's facing up to that. Like, and, you know, having that self-reflection time, that alone time. And if you're somebody that struggles with that, you know, um, you know, talking to someone or, you know, getting a coach like me. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I can, well, a, you do a free little 15 yeah. minute one or something. Yeah, yeah. I do a free mini session. So, um, yeah, my link in bio always has that, but, um, you know, that's part of what I help people with also is like, you know, just, um, sometimes it could be hard to dig deep on our own. Um, mm-hmm. and it can be really helpful for us just to have somebody lead us there so you know talking to somebody um and yeah and you know something that I think um can be hard is also taking responsibility for the choices that we do make in our life because it can be really easy to blame things on other people like to you know I mean I think kind of a common thing is you know blaming things on your parents of you know I'm Mm. that way because this happened when I was a kid or blaming it on your boss at work or whatever like you know, yeah. take responsibility for your choices. You are where you are because you made the choice to be there. Were you influenced by others? Yes, but you still made the choice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you so know? true, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think just, you know, being open-minded and and remembering. I mean, one of like the, the great motivators probably for really getting to that and living authentically is, um, and you say this all the time, Nat, is, is you know, um, who we are is what we attract. So that was what I was about to say. Oh my goodness. I took the words out of your mouth. (laughs) Yes, exactly. The more that we are ourselves, the more that we invite those kinds of people into our life and the happier we're going to be. So absolutely just start being your authentic self because that's who you're meant to be. And that's the people you want to be around as well. Yeah. And that's, and that's a good indicator too of like, are you living authentically is that you will just, you will notice like the people that are around you, like, like how how much you enjoy them and how aligned you feel with them and how easy things feel with them you know yeah that's you know you're living authentically and you're attracting people that are the same as you um and you know there is your tribe (laughs) exactly don't follow the crowd embrace your imperfections and though like the same people will surround you yep absolutely yeah love that so any more tips or shall we move on to our glow with kindness? Oh, let's move on to glow with kindness. And you go first today. I'm oh. dying to hear yours. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not really a big one, but so well, I don't think I've given an update on my renovations, but basically the tenants are all in there. My renovations are still not 100% completed. There's been a few issues with the trades. I don't know what's going on. But basically the tenant said to me the strike plates on the door, like your door closes and it hits a strike plate on like the frame. He, he's a trade himself. So he just said that he could finish all of that off because I tried to do it myself and yeah, one door doesn't close. Um, There was some really dodgy holes. (laughs) It wasn't a good job. But so he basically said that he would finish them off himself. So I was like, oh, thank you so much. He's like, they're probably like a dollar each but it's his time as well and because the trades have been pretty unreliable just like not showing up when they said they would all that kind of thing I actually just sent him a little visa card voucher just to say thank you for looking after my place and just being so um, patient and understanding that's all yeah (laughs) that's so sweet that's such a lovely gesture (laughs) how about you what was your little glow of kindness this week 
Um, well, I was, um, I've kind of been the recipient of it. Well, not kind of, I have been the recipient. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, um, I've been spending a bit of time in Geelong. So those of you that are in Australia, I live um, in St. Kilda, which is a suburb of Melbourne and Geelong is about an hour or so south. South? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> south of there. Um, and, um, I have a, a lovely friend, um, that's also a fellow Pilates instructor that, um, that feeds Apple, um, my cat when I'm yeah. away, which is uh, very lovely. But today she wasn't able to, she's, um, she's got tonsillitis and wasn't feeling very well. And, um, uh, my cat hasn't been fed, but it's okay. She's got lots of dry food, so she's just not going to get her kangaroo steak today. But um, <laughs> but what was so lovely is that um, all of the Pilates girls, all of the instructors, it was on a group chat, and they all knew um, that cat couldn't get to my cat couldn't get to my cat. Um, <laughs> her name's Cat, um, <laughs> and so many people offered to help. Um, so many of the girls offered to help, and they're like, "Oh, I can do it," and we couldn't work it out because of where the key is, but um. anyways it was just it was you know even though kind of nothing happened from it it was just that gesture of everyone just being like oh what can I do is there you know is there a way I can help out um knowing that I couldn't you know wasn't home I just thought that was so so lovely yeah Yeah. again I'm with my tribe I'm with my tribe like you know these are these are people that I align with and they you know I would have done the same and it just feels so lovely when you surround yourself with people that would that are doing the things that you do you know yeah that's so true and I mean it's so nice that people offer that kind of thing because, yeah, e- even just offering and it doesn't happen, that just feels nice, I feel. <laughs> if you got value from this episode, make sure you screenshot it, tag us at NatBBB and at the Heather LA on Instagram, share it to your stories, share what your favourite takeaway was. So, yes, if you can subscribe and share because the more you do that, the more people we can get our message out to and the more people we can help. 